Hey, this is Robert. I want to let you know about our upcoming shows. And if you haven't been to a live narrator show yet, I recommend you get thee to either Denver or San Diego post-haste. Being a part of the narrators in the flesh is a really magical thing. So if you're in Denver tomorrow, September 21st, you can see the narrators at Buntport Theater at 8 p.m. The theme of the night is Change of Heart. Our October shows will address the theme Tricks with San Diego at the Mic at Tiger Tiger Tavern on Tuesday, October 11th, and in Denver at Bumpport Theater on Wednesday, October 19th. The Narrators is an all-ages event. Shows start at 8 p.m. and are free. We hope to see you there. Next storyteller. All right, next storyteller. It's next storyteller. Our next storyteller. Welcome to the Narrators podcast. This podcast collects stories that were told at the Narrators, a monthly storytelling event that features people telling true stories based on a theme. This week's story comes to you from Michael Wall. I have the pleasure of working with Michael at the San Diego Natural History Museum, where Dr. Wall is the curator of entomology. That means he's the guy that gets endless texts from his coworkers with blurry photos of insects seeking advice on whether to kill said insect or not. He's very gracious in dealing with all of those, and he shared a story on the theme of tongues, which was recorded live at Tiger Tiger Tavern on May 10th, 2016. Enjoy. Romance at Haywood Cinemas. And when I was in the eighth grade, Haywood Cinemas in Greenville, South Carolina was the place to be on a Friday night. We weren't going to the movies to see movies. We were going to the movies to be seen at the movies. We would go into the lobbies, the lobby to the arcade, play a little Crystal Castles, maybe a little Joust. A little spy hunter, oil slick, bam. It was sweet. We were there to look cool and be adults, you know? We were in that age of becoming adults. But one of the things we did, because it was so adult-like, was we got blotto. As in teenage girls blowing chunks in the pole position arcade game drunk, okay? And you might say, where did 14-year-old kids in Greenville, South Carolina get booze? And there was two ways that we got booze. First, girls would raid their parents' liquors cabinets, and they would kind of put things into some miscellaneous container and sneak it in in their purse. Because nothing says I'm mature enough to enjoy alcohol than vodka, gin, and rum all poured from a shampoo container into your cherry Coke. Now, the other way that we got booze was legitimately from a bootlegger. (laughs) And we called this person a bootlegger. (laughs) We were like some sort of 1980s version of the Little Rascals, you know. (laughs) Hey, Alfalfa, will your brother take us on a run to the bootleggers so that we can pick up some vodka before we go to the theater on Friday? Sure thing, Spanky, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And so there we were, 14-year-old kids riding in the car to, quote, the bad side of town, where we would go to Big Mama's The Bootleggers, and she would sell us half pints of vodka, below bottom shelf vodka for way above top shelf prices. And we were cool with that, (laughs) okay? And you'd slip it into your waistband, suck your gut in, because that's not conspicuous, and walk into the movie theater, 
go up to the concession stand and say, one Sprite, please, and then take that Sprite into the bathroom, pour half of it out, and then top that sucker off with some aristocrat vodka and go into the color of money and punch your liver Go and take that teenage liver, I'll never need you again. <laughs> I made many decisions that I regret at Haywood Cinemas, but the one thing I don't regret was that it was the scene of my first date. Now, I wanted to date way before the eighth grade, but I was supremely unpopular in the sixth and seventh grade. Very early in the sixth grade, I had made the full decision in gym class when people were changing to be looking in the general direction of the coolest skater kid in our grade when his dick popped out the fly of his boxers. And as I tried to like quickly look away, we made eye contact. <laughs> he knew what I had seen. And he said, you like dicks, Wall? Wall likes dicks. And I don't know how it was in your sixth grade, but I was dunzo for two years, <laughs> okay? But the beautiful thing about middle school is that the power is so fluid, it shifts and uncool people become cool and cool people become uncool as we kind of move towards that high school level. And by the eighth grade, I was mildly cool, okay? At least mildly cool enough to ask this seventh grade girl if she would go with me. You know that yes, no, maybe, check mark, go with me? And she said yes. And our first date was to be at Haywood Cinemas. And so we had to drive separately, right? Because, you know, you're, we were, well, we didn't drive separately. Our parents drove us, right? And it's not like we told them we're on a date. We just met there along with everybody else. That's what we did on Friday nights. And it was straight out of the movies. I came in and she was already there. And there was this gaggle of girls kind of standing around together. And as I walked in and they noticed me, they sort of parted like the Dead Sea. And she was standing there in the middle of them. And she was totally 80s hot. She had shoulder pads in all the right places. And a wall of bangs that was looked taller than my mullet was long. And we weren't there to socialize, okay? We were on a date. And if you were on a date, then you got tickets to go to the movies so that you could suck face for 90 minutes. All right? So two tickets to The Golden Child, starring Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and then we walked into the theater and sat down, and the movie started. And I was scared shitless. No eyes in the history of eyes watching movies stared more straight ahead throughout the entire film. I was more attentive than Malcolm McDowell was in, in A Clockwork Orange. My, I might have leaned towards her, but my cervical vertebrae were fused together in such a way as that I couldn't really turn towards her in any sort of way. And so we sat for 90 minutes as this sweat sauna, you know, started to fill, fill up between the cavity of our loosely clasped hands. And then the film ended and the credits started to roll. And out of nowhere, like at lightning speed, I had this strawberry lip smacker infused lips pressed up against mine. 
and something that was distinctly not mine was inside my mouth. <laughs> now, if you haven't seen the movie Aliens, I'm going to recount a scene from Aliens for you, where Sigourney Weaver, Ripley, was trapped in the med bay with Newt, and two face huggers were on the loose. And there's lots of tension and jump scares, but the scene ends with Ripley on the ground with her back against the walls. A face hugger is skittering towards her, and she holds up her hands to defend herself as it jumps up, and its little ovipositor is going, <laughs> trying to get into her face, and the tail wraps around her neck, and it's asphyxiating her, and she's gasping, <gasps> Hicks, get it off me. And Hicks pries his fingers between the tail and pulls it off of her neck and throws it across from the room as its strawberry-scented tongue is going... And then they go... And completely blast it away. So there we were, two alien face huggers trying to oviposit into one another through the end credits of Golden Child. And then the end credits ended, and the house lights came up. We kind of like backed away from one another, and our faces are all slimy, and smiled, and held hands, and walked out. And that was romance at the Haywood Cinemas. Narrators is produced by Robert Rutherford, Mary Robertson, Aaron Rollman, and me, Ron Doyle. Our intern is Sydney Crane. Our theme music is by Whalehawk. And our founder and executive producer is Andrew Orvidal. A very special thanks to our amazing sponsors, Lego Pete's, Greater Than Records, Sexy Pizza, Sexbot Comedy, From the Hip Photo, and Breckenridge Brewery. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And join us at one of our live monthly shows, which take place every second Tuesday of the month at Tiger Tiger Tavern in San Diego, California, and every third Wednesday of the month at Bumport Theater in Denver, Colorado. Both shows start at 8 p.m. and are always free to attend. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter. And for past episodes, photos from our live shows, and a list of our upcoming events and themes, please visit thenarrators.org. Thanks for listening. <laughs>